Hey, good morning, Montana. Welcome to the podcast. This is Patrick over to Montana Daily. And uh, just getting uh, a little bit of a late jump on a day. I actually got up this morning and really, really worked out hard trying to get to the point of uh, uh, being in better health, better mental health, better physical health, and uh, just pushing myself to the absolute max that I can push myself to in order to be successful. You can't stop. You don't feel like doing anything. You don't feel like doing this. You got to get up. You got to keep going. And you got to push yourself further and further and further to the point where you're like, man, I'm, I'm probably crazy, but you got to keep doing it, right? So for me, um, it's a simple game of, I mean, you're either going to win in life or you're going to lose. And I just want to be a winner and get after it. But the morning woke up. It was beautiful outside. Um it is, uh, man, it just feels like fall and uh, has some beautiful colors in the sky this morning. I posted a picture up on our Facebook page, uh, just, you know, the reality of where we are. Um, you know, and we're very fortunate to live in Montana. We are very, very fortunate to uh, uh, be part of a state that is still freedom-oriented it is still um, a, a naturally beautiful, rugged landscape. And we had a conversation the other day, and I, it really made me think, you know, with all this stuff going on on the border, with Texas being overrun and Arizona and, you know, New Mexico, California, those states are taking it on the chin. They're taking the brunt of it and, and – um, I don't know how they sustain it, to be honest with you. I think we're in a really bad spot in, uh, in history because just the other day they had 10,000 illegal crossings in one day. How do you even keep up with that? How, do, how, does, how does the border agents even you know pretend to be able to get all 10,000? I mean, this is a really there's probably 15,000 uh, if 10,000 are the ones they were able to uh, document there. And by the way, I just made a, a insanely strong cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> I love strong coffee, but this might be the strongest I've ever seen. But anyway, going back to that, so you get overrun, and, and we were talking about it, how fortunate we are to live in Montana, where not only is it far away from that, but it's also a tough spot for migrants to want to come live when you're talking about negative 30 degrees during the winter and you have the, 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 I don't care about the snow and the ice and stuff like that. That stuff doesn't bother me. But when you're at negative 30 for weeks on end, or at least even a week of negative 30, it can, it, it can, it can, it can mess with your mind more than anything else, right? And we honestly have an opportunity here to to really uh, not get into the uh, weeds too much. But with everything else going on, we're, we're not going to have the same problems that Texas and, and Arizona and places like that have with, with illegal immigrants just because the trek up here is a long trek and Montana is rugged country and it's not somewhere that has just the availability of even hotel space to put migrants in.
and I saw a hokel over in New York. So for you guys who don't know, I lived in New York for a certain amount of time. I lived in the city in Midtown. I love New York when it was the way New York was supposed to be, right? Um, now it's just a, it, it is honestly a shit show, and and it's kind of crazy that we're even, you know, that that the, the biggest safe city in uh, in America is now overrun with criminals um, who have no no regard for anything. But going back to that, she Hoko gets on there and says, "Hey, if you're thinking about coming here, don't go somewhere else." Because even she knows the level of, of, and she's an insane Democrat, horrible governor, but she knows it's not sustainable. So what do you do? Like you bring all these people in and on a, on a migration side of it, who's paying for all this, right? We are the American taxpayer. We're paying for every single dime of this this whole stupidity that, that, that we allow to happen over and over and over again. Do I have compassion? Do I have empathy? Do I believe that people should come here and, and have a better life? A hundred percent. My mother came here to have a better life. She spent decades waiting to get her U.S. citizenship. Why are we allowing people just to come in? And, and bring nothing to the table. You know, at least, you know, uh, at least when you have somebody like my mother, she comes in and she says, I'm going to do this for two decades because I want to be an American citizen. It means something to her. She suffered. She sacrificed. But instead, we just allow these people just come in and, and you act like you're supposed to just be endearing and caring and also pay all the bills, right? I love it when uh, uh, governors uh, or mayors in New York uh, say, oh, we need more federal money to pay for all the migrants to live here and here. That federal money is my money. It ain't just magically or it isn't magically just there. It comes from you and me and everybody who works every damn day of their life and we're financing people to come in here and do absolutely nothing. They came in and they they came in illegally. Half of them are probably criminals. It doesn't even matter. I don't have a problem with a criminal who has paid his penance. But if you're if you're coming in, in, in into a, another country and you have active warrants for your arrest, that is a problem. If you're on a terror terrorist watch list, that is a problem. But come on in. We're gonna uh, we're gonna make it as easy as possible for you to come inside and uh, and uh, try to try to try to wreak havoc in our country. And luckily, we're in Montana because in Montana. Not only do you have some freedom side of it, not only do you have some opportunity to say, uh, we don't want this in our state, and, and for the most part, you have political leaders who believe that, the, the, the best part is it is a rugged terrain, it is tough to live, and you have to be weathered 
you have to be measured in how you come into this state and live. I guarantee you, somebody coming from Guatemala, uh, Honduras, El Salvador, or just go through to other countries. What is this? Venezuela, a ton of them. Russia, China. I mean, the list is crazy. We have all these people coming in. The last place they want to go to is an extreme cold weather climate, right? That doesn't mean I don't have empathy. What it means is I don't have empathy for people who choose to take the route of 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 a quick fix and hopes and 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 they really they're not working. They're not doing anything. We're just paying bills. For people who come in here, fight, get to work. That's where the bigger issue is. These people come in, they don't work because they can't because they're here illegally. So what are you what are you gonna do with them? They're sitting there in a hotel room all day and order room service like they are in New York. What a crock of sh- crap is that? But we talked about it the other day. You know, we said we're very fortunate to live in Montana. You know, with people down in Texas who are having to deal with, with, with just a overrun cities and 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 resources are just spiraling out of control as far as uh, the amount of debt they're going into to try to service these migrants, or the amount of debt the United States is going into thirty three trillion dollars, and we're just losers in life because we're letting it happen. You got people who are sitting there going, oh my God, the Democrats, you only vote blue because they're so great. No, they're not. And even the Republicans are weak. Draw a line in the damn sand and say enough of this. And they pass a temporary spending bill without any type of uh, border security attached to it. It's going to piss me the hell off. And I know I'm nobody and I know it doesn't matter, but I'm going to get on here and I'm going to rant and rave and I'm going to do everything I can to tell people that this is not right. Republicans, you know, the political game is really kind of screwed up, right? Because these Republicans are are manipulating uh, things to try to get their way. Democrats are manipulating. And it's just, here's the deal. What is best for the American, per, uh, the American people, the, the the citizen of America, who's going getting up every single morning at four thirty in the morning, going to work, being there at six, working till six, getting home, uh, turning his paycheck over to his you know to, to his wife or, or maybe you know he does it whatever the case is, and providing for his family. What is best for them? You got blue collar people working their ass off all day. While, while, while people are sitting at home doing nothing because they're weak, they're lazy, you got anxiety, are you sad? Well, who the hell said you were supposed to be happy? Get up every day and just do it anyway. Shit, I got anxiety. I still go to work every day. I still do the podcast. I'm working out. I'm trying to get better about my life. You think I'm happy all the time? Come on, people. Use use your brain a little bit, right? The Democrats say, oh, well, everything's better without Trump. And Trump may be not, I mean, I, I, I love the policies he had. 
But I'm telling you right now, he was even too liberal for me with spending. So all these things, I'm just so fortunate that we're in Montana, right? We have a, a governor who I think is a good guy. I think we have a state legislature is, is good. They're good people. The problem with it all is they're still pandering. The will of the people is this. If 51% of your population in, in, in the area that you represent, if they're telling you you need to have this done, that's the will of the people. We got to get better, right? The will of the people has to come before the, the, the option of staying in power, keeping your, your political seat, keeping money. But I think overall, I mean, Montana is not bad. I mean, I think we're in good shape. I think um, property taxes are out of control. I think spending is, is way too much. And what they're really doing is, and, and I've looked online at a lot of the worksheets and data uh, bases they have. All they're really doing is saying, hey, we're going to spend more money. We're going to tax you more money because we have to pay for all this new influx of people coming into Montana. But the, the, the weird thing is, population-wise, we're still, as a state, not much more or less or whatever than we were five years ago. So why are we raising property taxes, right? Because you think, okay, people are coming into Bozeman, they're coming into Kalispell, and they're spending millions of dollars on a home. So all of a sudden, those, those home values go up because there's not a lot of houses available, right? So a house that would have cost you two fifty before is now four fifty. I hear what you're saying, and there's going to be a breakdown of yeah, that should increase the value of moving into there, but the population hasn't changed enough. That you have to raise your taxes 30% on, on a, or 50% or 70%, I saw, on individual property owners. This is a money grab by the state government. This is how I look at it. A money grab by the state government. And it trickles down to your city governments as well. Everybody's trying to get more money for their, their projects. Everybody wants the, you know... Obviously, I am very familiar with Great Falls, very familiar with uh, the library levy that was passed, which was a complete sham. Complete sham. And every time you guys look at your property tax bill every single year, you should say, we are idiots. And then the same thing about the public safety bill. And I know somebody said to me yesterday, they said, hey, you have a public safety uh uh, why is co uh, ha having more cops a bad thing? Well, it's, it's not. If you need 20 more cops, then we got to find out how to, how to get 20 more cops and you need to have a program for that, okay? But that doesn't mean that you just say, okay, we need more, we, we need more money. We're going to tax more. Cut spending. Cut 10%. Cut 5%. Cut your spending. Parks and Recreation, cut it. Health and Human Services, cut it. It sucks. But you have to prioritize what's important as a city. 
it is not fair that the working class people are taking the brunt of the, the hit on this. And it's all across Montana. For as much as I love Montana for the ruggedness, the, the cold, the everything else that keeps people kind of at bay from coming here, once you're here, you got to be grateful. You do. Honestly, I, I know I, I preach a lot about everything else. I am grateful. I, I look out, I go outside, I look at my door, I look at my windows at home, and I am grateful. I go for a drive, and I am grateful that I live in this city, in this, in this state. However, you can't just say there's not a there's not a check. Uh, it's an open check, right? You can't just say, oh, it doesn't matter anything else because it's beautiful here, and I'm grateful that we have this. You have to have accountability in in the city, local, and state governments, and then you have to push them to the will of the people. Extra two eighty on the tax bill here, an extra two hundred on this, extra one hundred and forty dollars for a library, all this stuff. And it just keeps adding and adding and adding. And, and guess who pays for it, right? The working class, right? We're all we're all part of this working class environment. We're not some elitist group. We're not sitting there uh, with, with uh, tons of uh, properties everywhere and just looking down over everybody and saying, we're better than you. No, we're all part of this working class group. We get up early. We go to work. We come home. We take care of our family. That is our that is our role we play, and we're happy to do it, but we want to be treated fairly. We want it, we want fair, fair taxes. And just because you think, okay, I need more money, doesn't mean you just say, oh, well, we can't, you know, if you had a thousand dollars in your bank account and you said, hey, I need $120 more for groceries every single month. And you, and you, and you had a budget of 1000 What do you think happens? You can't just go and get, I mean, you can't just go get more money, right? You, you have to sell something. You have to go to work more. You have to earn more money or you have to cut spending. But not in government, these people out here, they just say, oh, we need more money. We need more money. We're going to put a levy on the books. And I'm not saying you don't need more cops. I'm not saying you don't need more equipment. I'm not saying they don't need more training. But the problem is you're asking for a levy. It has no tangible good. You're, you're hiring people. You're giving raises. You're trying to incentivize retention. Bullshit. Cut spending. Build the damn... Build something with a levy. You don't just sit there and go, oh, I need a levy passed, and then we're going to uh, just give raises out to everybody. We've done it on so much crap, and we've been allowing ourselves to do this over and over and over again, and the only people it hurts is the people of the city and the people of the state. Missoula's got it going on, and Bozeman, and we're just, you're taxing the working class until they can't pay any damn more money. And you know the easiest way to drive people out of a city is to tax them to death. Stop taxing. Cut your damn spending. If you got $3.5 million a year that you're spending on parks and recreation, make it $3 million. Figure it out. 
I see so many people and they're just working to, you know, you look at government employees and, and they got five people doing the same damn job. Figure it out, right? We have to, as a society, we have to, as a working class family, but we're sitting here allowing everybody to tell us this is what has to happen. I want every single person to know, vote no on every new tax until they cut spending. You may need a cop, you may need a police, and 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 I am all in on, on making sure that the streets are safe. But what is that gonna give us? Right? You say you get 24 more police at Great Falls City, uh City of the Great Falls once. Is that gonna make your streets safer? Active patrols, proactive patrols, or whatever they call it? No. I don't know. But that's, this, that's, that's what they're selling you. And so say, say it cuts property crime by 5%. Is it, but, you, but you're not cutting spending anywhere else. That's not good enough. I'm just so sick and tired. And, and Missoula's doing it too. It, it's so disgustingly sick and tired of people just overspending... Because they 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 just they just put their knee to the back of a, a, a of an American citizen, a Montana citizen, and they say we're gonna just squeeze you until you can't give us any more. And then that person says, "I can't afford to live here anymore. I gotta find somewhere else." Cut spending. Cut social welfare programs. Be grateful that you live in a state that 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 if you needed to go anywhere to or just want to get out and drive, you could be at national parks all the time. You could be driving around mountainsides and, and, and just enjoying the beauty of this whole state. Be grateful you live there. But make it accountable to you as a, as a citizen. It's very frustrating to me, as you can probably tell. I, I just... I don't understand the mentality of let's spend, spend, spend. Let's tax the damn single people who are who are working their asses off. You think it affects the guy who's 25 years old and he's on SSI because of anxiety? No. I just, uh, man, that was my event for this morning. I... I, I kind of woke up and I had this other idea of what I want to say, but it, you kind of get talking about things and you just realize how frustrating that it encapsulates you as a person to see this mirage happening and people falling for it. We need we need you to 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 do the right thing and vote for more money and more tech. No, I need you as a public servant to say. What can I do? What can we do to make it more efficient, to make it small government? That is what we need to do. But these people want to stay in power. And by staying in power, they want more money. And they're going to go out there and they're going to say, hey, I got more money for this. And we're doing this for you now. We're doing that for you. But they don't make the hard choices and say, man, maybe I can't afford to have this. And we need to cut that out of our budget. Maybe it's not fair for me to ask the citizens of our city and our state 
to spend more money when I know I could be doing more. Pisses me off. Pisses me off royally, actually. And it's just, you know, it's just a, every day is a new day. So, uh, today what we got going on, I'm actually going to go up and uh, make a little uh, run uh, and look at some uh, pretty awesome stuff. Maybe some uh, elk. I, there's a big herd up near uh, Wolf Creek. I want to uh, go check that out and get some good video and get some good uh, pictures of that and get it posted up for you guys. Um, this week I'm going to be making some trips, I think to Livingston and Haver, uh, want to make sure that we're all on this uh, journey together. Kind of want to make sure that when I see something, I get to share it, right? That's the whole idea, right? Because there's a lot of you guys who are just working every single day and they don't get an opportunity, uh, to get out and, and do things. And I have been blessed in life. I get up every morning. I work my ass off all freaking day but i have been blessed in life and if you're blessed in life man i want to share those things with you right if i'm able to go do something man let me share it with you we did the uh museum of the rockies we did the i think went to the state prison down in deer lodge um the old state prison is pretty cool actually but just doing videos and photos so you guys can see i mean you're not there but you are right it saves you 18 dollars or 15 dollars or 12 dollars and it gives you some opportunity to see kind of what's out there. And maybe you see something you go, man, that's what I want to go take my kids to. And I think that's what we're going to uh, uh, be focusing on um, uh, in, the, in the next couple of weeks. Just wanting you guys to have the same opportunities that I have been able to have. Um, we're blessed, man. Every single day I get up and I'm thankful to God for, for, for allowing me that opportunity. Um and the, to be honest with you, you can go through and you can look and you can say everything you want um, about your life or whatever. But if you have opportunities to do the things that all of us get a chance to do, if you're listening to this podcast, you get opportunity to do things. There's billions of people in the world right now who trade places with you. If you're listening to this or if you're on social media, if you're looking at any of that crap, Man, billions of people would take your place in a heartbeat. So yeah, you woke up, your girlfriend left you. Uh, fuck, who cares? You got to adopt that mindset, right? Nobody can hurt you, you know? Uh, but that's why I get frustrated with social media too, is this, this mentality that, oh, I feel so sorry for you. Thanks for sharing that your, your life is, your, your day is bad. Well, your day is not bad. Your day is bad if you're laying in a in a, in a in a in a hospital right now, and they're telling you you got diagnosed with cancer or 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 some fatal disease, and you're sitting there and you're looking at yourself, going, "Man, my kids aren't. Gonna, I'm not going to see my kids get married." That is that is that is stress, and that is real. When you have that. Uh, uh, that mindset, though, that you're not stressed. You're not going to let it affect you. There's nothing out there right now that, that matters. As long as, to me, as long as my children are healthy, 
the, the only thing that could break me is something with my family. But you want to hear the craziest part? None of that stuff you can control. There is nothing out there right now that you can say, oh, I have full control of that. Except what you do and you decide to do every single morning, every single day, every single night. You're deciding whether or not you want to be the best version of yourself. And those are the chances you have, right? But everything else is just, man, it's just horrible, man. I just hate going on social media and, and you see saying, I had a bad day today. It was, it was so stressful. I'm so tired. Nobody cares. And you're fooling yourself if you think that 100 people who say, oh, hug emoji or whatever the hell that is, if you think they genuinely care, 97% of the friends you have on Facebook wouldn't recognize you if you walked down the street. 99% on Instagram. That is tough to tough to imagine, right? People people want to think that these people care. Why do they care about you? Somebody said, oh, oh, he died? Oh, that's really sad. An hour later, they're having lunch with the coworkers. They're not even thinking about it. The people that matter the most in life are the same people that you shared a house with when you were a little kid. You may have that rock star friend and that is like blood to you, and I get it. And that is the exception. But the people who have that genuine interest in your well-being is your is the same people you grew up in a house with. All right, I'm off my soapbox for the day. I uh, wanted to also, though, talk a little bit. What is going on with the University of Montana football? How do you go and lose to an 0-3 NAU team who was pathetic? Now to tell uh, uh, Chewy, I, you can't you can't pretend anymore that they are any semblance of a good football team. They barely beat Ferris State. They lose NAU. You have a bad football coach. You have a bad football culture, and Montana should be better than that. The University of Montana State beat Weber State last night, forty to nothing, and uh, those are the games that you go, okay, may- maybe this is that kind of team. You know, when they lost to number one ranked here, South Dakota State, I thought they were the better team. So you got some opportunities here to see how Montana State will do. I picked them to lose one game this year to South Dakota State and then to run the table the rest of the way for the national title. So I think I'm on the right path. And I also said University of Montana would not be a good football team. They will lose five games, maybe more now. They just are not a good football team. And it's not. I'm not going out there and saying, oh, man, you know, Montana sucks or anything. they got to fix what's wrong with the program. The program is not good right now. We got to fix that. Carroll College uh, is hanging on to this undefeated season 
and they are just comeback after comeback after comeback. Fourth quarter kids, uh, you gotta love it, man. Like I, I don't know if you can win uh, the big ones on on, on uh, playing that way, but man, they are like uh, beat high school football, which is just young. And uh, coming at the end of the game, they're just fighting with heart and grit, determination. So I, uh, I can definitely appreciate that, and I love, uh, I love the idea that uh, so many Montana schools are doing well. Um, I think it's great. Uh, I grew up around SEC football, so this is uh, they're not on the same page, and I get it. But the reality is they have athletes um, and they fight. And if you got athletes and you want to win and you can rally a state behind you like Montana State's doing, I think we got some opportunity there. So I think Montana State's going to do pretty damn well. And uh, I think Montana needs to find themselves a new football coach. Hawk, Hawk is uh, – he, he it's hard to recapture magic by coming back, and he's just not doing it. There's a there's a disconnect somewhere in that program, and we got to figure out kind of where that is. I saw a great game, uh, Gallatin and Bozeman. I mean, I think uh, those are the top two teams. I think in two A, I think they're the best two teams in in, in the state. Um, there's also some other teams that will you know be up there as well at the end of the year. Uh, Helena Capitals, uh, uh, Butte, uh, Billings West playing pretty well, I think, right now. There's some opportunity there. So I think, uh, but yeah, it's uh, kind of fun to see good teams play, and it was showing it on uh, TV, so I, I really enjoyed that. Um, uh, for all of those that went out to the Ulm fundraiser last night, I hope it was a great atmosphere for you, and I hope that you were able to entertain yourselves uh, and eat a lot, a lot of pancakes and sausage. Um, always a good day when you can do that, right? Anyway, what else is happening this morning? Um, we got football, football Sunday, so we're always, always good to see that. I'll go through and uh, kind of give a brief read on of, of what the, uh, what the, uh, any other news going on. Uh, yesterday was, uh, Native American Day in Great Falls. Uh, had uh, you know, children have an opportunity to learn a lot of good history, which I think is only a uh, a good thing as long as you're learning it. I think it's going to be good. Um, I saw where uh, Grizzly Bear was uh, uh, been euthanized up in Northwest Montana. Uh, so that kind of sucks. You know, I I really want to see a grizz, and uh, this week I'm going out and uh, trying it again. But if you're out in the in the in the wild and you see a grizz and he kills you or he bites you or he, I don't necessarily think he should be euthanized. Um, and I I get it, man. There, but it's how is it for them that they're you're coming into their uh, their backyard. They're doing what they got to do to survive. They don't know who you are. They could think of you as a threat. And what do you think they're going to do to you? It's just tough. I just don't think it's right in a way. Um, trying to think of anything else. It's kind of been a weird uh, couple of weeks. Not any big uh, 
news going on. There's some closings, some openings of some stores here uh, in Great Falls. I know uh, everybody's looking forward to Chipotle opening. I, I'm not a huge fan, but uh, the Ribbon Chop House, I think, is going to be a, a good place to go. Again, though, we're relying a lot on service-oriented business to keep it going, and eventually you're going to have to bring in real industry if you're going to be successful in uh, marketing uh, uh, Great Falls as a destination location for business, and that's what you're going to need to do. I mean, the mall there is just a joke. Eventually, that's all going to die, and Shields is going to leave, and you'll have nothing It'll be it'll be horrible. Um, those are the kind of things that I I, I worry about uh, every day. I, I, I when I drive to work or if I'm out and about, I, I think, man, what could we be doing better as a society? What could we be doing better as a city? Those are the things that always make me go. All right, now we need to we need to work a little bit better. We need to do a little bit more. So um, I know uh, uh, we got people going out getting ready to hunt. Duck season is all good. Um, make sure you guys stay safe out there. Uh, I'm not a huge duck person. I, I understand the, the, the hunting side of ducks. I just don't enjoy the, sometimes that duck just feels, uh, when you eat it, it's just, ah, not, not a big fan. Um, but, uh, aside from that, yeah, it's not too much going on. And, uh, don't forget that, uh, I guess we'll have uh, daylight savings on November 5th this year. Uh, I'm going to fall back. It's getting darker earlier. We're going to try to play a little golf tonight. And uh, if you guys are out and about, feel free to uh, come on out to Hickory Swings. We're going to play a little nine-hole end-of-the-year tournament. I got big money on this one, so we got to make sure that I win. Uh, that's all that matters. Um, but uh, we're going to have a good time as well. So, Well, you guys enjoy your day. Enjoy your Sunday. I think there's going to be some pretty good football on today. Um, you know, I, I wasn't a huge, uh, I wasn't a huge pro football fan until you start getting into, uh, uh, fantasy football and then it just gets you like, you go, okay, fantasy football. All right, I'm in. So those are those things where you start having a little bit more fun and you're trying to, you're trying to, uh, uh, really get into it. So I think I have a pretty good, uh, fantasy team and I'm hopeful that we're going to uh, uh, do really well uh, today um, real quick shout out Nebraska won thank God is we need uh, to win the games we're supposed to win I'm a diehard Husker and also uh, University of South Carolina won last night so everybody is a winner uh, as far as college goes so it, just hey if you're gonna get out get out and have a good day today uh, be safe try to Go out and experience a little bit of Montana, get some pictures, do all that good stuff. Um, but make sure when you're taking photos, take photos of moments, not of people, places on it. Take those photos of moments that you can always immortalize and uh, it'll it'll pay off in the long run as you're looking back in, in, in your life and uh, you'll see those things. So enjoy your day. Have a great one and uh, be safe and uh, win the day. Have a good one, guys.